This is the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Here's the Globe's Editor-in-Chief, David Wildstein. Ryan Peters is a two-term New Jersey Assemblyman. He's an Annapolis graduate, Navy SEAL Team Commander. He completed three combat deployments in Iraq and Afghanistan. Assemblyman Peters, how are you? Wonderful, David. How are you? Thanks for having I'm, me on. I'm doing well. Thank you for coming on. And, and, and we'll be clear to everybody. Uh, let me ask you some, some questions about what's happening in Afghanistan. And you weren't, you're speaking just personally and, and definitely not for for the, the branch of service that you served in. 100% correct. Thank you for that clarification, David. And, and Assemblyman, you, you served in Afghanistan. Navy SEAL, you're still a reservist. And, and thank you for your service. You watched the for Taliban... You watched the Taliban retake Afghanistan. What What is your take? I did. Um, I mean, certainly broad ranging, I'd say, um, you know, just speaking to the veterans and armed services people right now is, you know, you did a great service. I was over there. Uh, I fought for freedom. I will always fight for freedom. I saw we made a difference there. Um, and you don't get to pick your wars. So, um, you know, our, our Vietnam veterans and everybody who, who were told they fought in a losing war, they still went out, were willing to make the ultimate sacrifice, fought bravely, fought for freedom. And uh, everybody did a good job. Keep your your head held high. And, uh, you know, there's no shame in this horrible withdrawal. It doesn't reflect on our service members who went out and fought for freedom and always will. So um, watching... I guess the, the withdrawal unfold is disappointing. Um, you know, again, in my personal capacity, it's, I think it's a, it's a political failure. We went for a political win to say that on the 20th anniversary, September 11th, that we would say we've ended a forever war. And I think it's a, a gross misstatement. And uh, we're seeing the after effects of that. So, yeah, it's very disheartening. And how have, how have the Afghan people, the you know, people that, that you, you met and, and worked with, how, how have they changed since, since pre-9-11? Well, I, I mean, a lot. And that's where I think, you know, we, we made a difference. And I could see and say, look, it's been 20 years. So when you, when you go in there and you look at literacy rates have increased, university education has increased, there's cell phones there. They've seen what freedom looks like. The Afghan National Security Force saw what it's like uh, to fight a professional war and to fight against an insurgent that wants to set you back. And, um, you know, for me, it's very difficult because when we say the Afghan people there and Americans are there um, and they've got, you know, there's 5,000 people holding out for the Kabul International Airport, um, you know, it's tough to to say that because I've seen their faces. I've met those people. It's very personal to me, and I know them there. to just see that is, is just it's heartbreaking to really just watch how we've we've done this failed withdrawal um it's just i can see those people i know those people i know the changes they've seen and i think there's still hope for them even though um you know that the days right now look dark i think there's always hope and uh, there's always willing the people to fight for freedom and how will i mean what do what do you say to the women of afghanistan that have seen change in, in their in their in their their civil liberties over over, over the last 20 years what, what do you say to them now i think to hold hope right in 1996 when the taliban took over and they treated women like property and uh they said they couldn't get educated they weren't allowed to be to, to learn how to read they weren't allowed to leave their house without an escort um 
you know, you've seen the changes that have happened in 20 years, and no amount of global pressure will allow that to go back to the way it was. Even the Taliban themselves, even though I think they're not being 100% forthright, um, are saying, hey, look, we're, we're going to try to be more inclusive. We, we won't do what we used to do. Um, again, I don't believe them, but I think global pressure now and people know enough of who the Taliban and what they believe that we won't let it go back to that um, and that the current environment isn't going to be forever and that people will wake up and say, no, we should not allow these human rights abuses and allow women to be mistreated again and, and sent back into their the houses to be treated as properties like donkeys and cows. It's just, it's not going to happen. Um, and hopefully the U.S. realizes that and, uh, and comes back in. You know, I think this, this whole notion of it's going to be a forever war, um, no, it wasn't. We looked at it, and we, we actually didn't really surge until 2009. And then, you know, we went to an advised and assist role, and things were doing fine. I mean, you know, we were working on it. I think the biggest failure is not establishing an Afghan Air Force. And, you know, that, that's what cost them when they said they're going to go head-to-head with Taliban. But the, the notion, I mean, just in, in 20, 2019 and 2020, um, you know, less than 100 U.S. coalition casualties there. That's not a forever war that we're fighting every day that we're in there and, and hard fought. Um, you know, that's an advice and assist role when we're fighting against for foreign policy deci- decisions to keep, you know, Russians from interfering and from China to coming in and creating another uh, failed state for a haven for terrorist attacks to launch. You know, there were a lot of important things we did here, and we just said, no, we're going to take the, the political easy way out and say, no, we want to end this forever war. And, and you know, uh, Joe Biden and then Andy Kim as his supporter said, yes, this is the greatest thing ever, and now they're not owning it. It's just unfortunate. They went for the quick political win, and now lives are, are being lost and hanging in the balance because of it. It's just it's a horrible situation to find ourselves in now. But, um, you know, we, as with all things, as an eternal optimist, we can always turn things around, and we'll never let it go back to the way it was in, in 1996 and the early 2000s. I'm speaking with Navy SEAL Commander Ryan Peters, a Republican Assemblyman from Burlington County. And I mean, just a month ago, there were polls that showed Americans I mean, largely supporting President Biden's decision to withdraw troops from Afghanistan. Now, now the president's approvals on foreign policy have dropped. Uh, I saw a, an Associated Press poll uh, in the last day or two. It shows the majority of Americans still want out of Afghanistan. Why? Why don't more people in the U.S. Uh, uh, feel that 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 the United States should stay in Afghanistan in order to make sure the Taliban is not in charge? Well, I think we just didn't get the full grasp of what was going on. And as people wake up and go, oh, I understand. We were there in an advised and assist role to help a local a populace there establish their own freedom, have self-determination, and win their own liberty. And we were there to help. And really, you know, the biggest thing we said to them, and it was an unspoken agreement, was, look, when you, as the, you know, the ANSF, go head-to-head with the Taliban, it's a fair fight until the U.S. comes in with close air support and, you know, engages with the enemy and, and makes it an uneven battle and fights them back. That's how we've kept them back. And we should have helped them establish an, an air force that keeps them there and said, yeah, these are free people that were fighting for their own freedom. And we were there to help. It wasn't our war. We weren't invaders. And I think there was a thought of just when we thought about Afghanistan, it was this, okay, 
2001. We're going back to stop the people who, who had the safe haven to launch the 9-11 attacks. It morphed into helping a, a society remain free. And when we just abruptly pulled out and said, we're not going to do anything, and then the Afghan National Security Force said, well, we don't, it's, it's a head-to-head battle, and no one's going to have our back. The president fled, the Taliban marched in, and now U.S. is looking at it and saying, we have U.S. planes flying out of Kabul with free people, innocent people sitting on the airplane, hanging on and falling off from great heights because they want to get out of here. Wait. Maybe it wasn't this forever war that we were engaged in combat operations every day that we shouldn't be involved in. Maybe it was a great venture to help a society remain free and to look at and and establish their own government like we are blessed to have in the United States. Maybe we shouldn't do that. And I think when America wakes up and looks at that and says, that was a really good thing, um, you know, and, and wars are, are should be the last resort, and we should engage in political negotiations with those. But the Taliban are hard people. Like I said, fighting in Iraq and then fighting in Afghanistan are two separate places. The Afghans were true believers in the Taliban, and they said this is the one way. We're going to do it, and we don't want to negotiate. And in that sense, you know, you have to meet force with force. And we were doing that, and we were battling them back, and we were keeping the cities free. And then when we just abruptly leave like that and leave an entire country hanging the balance, it's going to have implications beyond just saying um, we're fighting in Afghanistan. We made a deal with our partners. And now they're, what is the American word when we say we'll be there and then we just leave? I mean, I, I, just to give you a short story, I was a, a tactical interrogator on one of those deployments. And, you know, the Real quickly, you would go inside the house, you'd clear it, you'd find a high-value target, and, you know, as the house is secure, I would take the HVT, the high-value target, into a closed place, usually a bathroom with an interpreter, and you talk to them, get quick intelligence while they're in shock value and say, where's this, what's this, do you have any weapons in the, in the house? And there was one time where we, you know, we had some time. The guy had given me all I needed, and we were done searching the house. I said, why are you doing this? And he goes, well, because you guys are going to leave here. And the people that you that are going to remain here, the Taliban, and they're going to kill us all. So I'm on their side. And I, was, and I told him, it was 2008. I said, not a chance. We're here to change this nation for you. And he said, we'll see. And unfortunately, you know, 12, 13 years later, he proved, uh, he proved me wrong. And I think that's going to harm us in the long run. Wow. Well, Assemblyman Ryan Peters, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for for your service to our country and i know you're still you're a reservist so you you know you 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 may still be deployed yet before before your your time uh is over in the navy so, so oh, thank absolutely you I, I hope to be and i hope to do another deployment and always go overseas and uh fight for our great country because this, the, the freedoms that we take for granted in america are our people are dying for in other countries and i'm always willing to go over assist and, and make the ultimate sacrifice or do what i can to fight for freedom for America and to help other people. So, um, yeah, we can, and it's, it's my brothers and it's my friends who are there uh, helping secure uh, that airport, and uh, hopefully we can stay there and, and just save some more American lives and, and Afghans and our interpreters and our partners uh, until we really turn this around and wake up to, to what we've done wrong here and, and right this ship. So thanks for having me on, David, and uh, anytime I'd love to be on here. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll, we'll have you back soon to talk about New Jersey politics, but, but thanks for your perspective. I, I appreciate it.